Welcome to UC Today with me, David Dungo. I have with me today Scott Riley, founder of Cloud Nexus. Welcome to the show, Scott. How are you? Oh, fantastic. It's great to be here again. Thanks for having me back. It's, it's really good to be here today. Yeah, no problem. So today, Scott, we're going to be talking about new commerce experience from Microsoft and, of course, how it relates to uh, the FY 2022 incentives program for partners. Uh, before we get into that subject, um, would you like to give our audience a bit of an overview about yourself and uh, Cloud Nexus? Oh, yeah, sure thing. So so I'm the founder of Cloud Nexus. We are a boutique consultancy, as I like to call us. Um, we exclusively focus on Microsoft 365 and Azure and, of course, Teams as part of that whole undertaking. Um, but we do consultancy services for small and mid-sized businesses. And actually, we do a huge amount of work with other channel partners in helping them just get some niche skills. So that's where... That's where we focus in on, and uh, that makes it very interesting today to talk about something like the new channel commerce experience. It might not sound super interesting, but there's some really, really good points that partners are going to want to listen out for. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is we can't emphasize this enough. This is this could be very, very significant. Um, so, I mean, let, let's start. Let's start there, then, Scott. You know, the the, the new commerce experience uh, broadly. You know, what is that, and why should partners care? Okay, so it's it's basically Microsoft internally trying to align all of their different ways of purchasing Microsoft licensing. So at the moment, a customer, depending on their size, could buy through a CSP partner, which we'd all hope for if that's us in the channel. They could buy through an enterprise agreement through one of the large distributors, or they could even buy direct, you know, on a credit card through the Microsoft portal. And at each different layer, there are different price points, there are different commercial terms, different lock-in periods. So if you think about credit cards, you might be in a one-year you know, term. If you think about a CSP, you might be month-to-month, -month, or actually, you know, it's up to the channel partner. They might lock the customer in for longer, but their commitment to their reseller is actually month-to-month. -month. And enterprise agreements typically are a three-year fixed commitment. You can flex some things over time, but broadly, it's a three-year commitment. New commerce experience is Microsoft trying to say, hey, let's just try and level the playing field here. Let's make sure that we can get similar price points across each of those motions. We can offer one, two, and three-year commitments across different platforms, and we'll make it, let's say, easier for partners to find a good commercial model with their customer in that way. I say let's make it easier. There's definitely some things to be aware of, but that's it in a nutshell. For them, they're saying it's it's a nice way for them to just streamline the whole way and give the customers a simple choice. You know, it's the same price point, same commercial terms, whichever choose you, you know, whichever option you go down. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, what what does this mean for for licensing then? Um, you know, is it licensing's always been an issue for partners? Um, what does this platform bring to to that sort of uh, that that conundrum? So at the moment, you know, I'd imagine most channel partners are working through a distributor. There might be some channel partners that are a direct CSP partner and they're, they're purchasing directly from Microsoft. But for the majority of the channel, they're working through a distributor to get their licensing. And that is typically on a month by month commitment, as I mentioned earlier, and then they will package it up and resell it through to their customer. Now, what's actually happening is that Microsoft are bringing in fixed commitment terms for one year, two year, and three year, and they're starting to offer discounts if you will commit for a longer period. That all sounds really good. However, if you choose to stay on the monthly option, like most people are on today, there's going to be a 20% price increase for that. Now, that is astounding. Okay, so we'll, we'll talk about timescale shortly, but let's just think about that for a second. So at the moment, a partner is month to month committed with their distributor. 
They might be committing their customer to one, two or three years. That's absolutely fine. But their bill flexes up and down month to month based on usage. What we're saying now is you need, as a partner, you need to make a commitment for one year if you want that price point to stay level. You want to make a commitment for two years or three years if you want to see that price point come down so that maybe you can increase margin or maybe you can offer a discount through to your client to be in competition with those enterprise agreements potentially. But if you choose to stay on that monthly flex and you don't do anything about it, you're going to see a 20% price increase wow. in the new commerce experience. And that is significant, I mean, especially seeing as most channel partners, maybe they're making five to 10 points of, of margin here. To see a twenty percent price increase, that's that's going to hurt. Yeah, that's going to hurt a lot. Well, I mean, let's let's talk about timescales. I mean, at the moment, um, I mean, there is there is some urgency to for partners to make this transition. Uh, but w- what are we talking about? When when are these changes coming in? When can partners start to make this transition? So right now it's optional. So the new commerce experience actually kicks off in October. Okay, so optionally, you can start to sign up your customers inside the new commerce agreement, the new commerce, uh, uh, I've already forgotten the E, the new commerce experience commerce agreement. Experience. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you can, you can already start from October, you can start to put customers on that plan. It's optional. From March next year, it will become mandatory for any new subscriptions. So any new subscriptions in M365, D365, or any of those type of subscriptions, they will automatically start as a new commerce experience plan. Okay, so again, we need to be thinking about these things. What I'd encourage partners to do is we've got some great links for you guys. Um, so, you know, for the channel, I've pulled out the, the best Microsoft links for you to go and do some of your own reading and do some of your own research. But we're trying to break it down here to keep it simple so that you know to take action quickly. I'd encourage you to have a read through these documents and get familiar with the changes that are coming. But also from October, I would encourage you to start at least trying some of those customers to understand how the billing works, how the commitments work. There are some there are some challenges here, I think, around this, you know, discounts for the annual agreements, bigger discounts for multi-year, but 20% price hike for, for staying monthly. I'm thinking about those channel partners who right now have maybe agreed with their customer one, two or three year, maybe a fixed price or a fixed term for those licenses. And hopefully they haven't, but if they have, are they going to see anything happen over the next three years where those prices are automatically going to get bumped up? So they need to start thinking, how do I make a commitment with my distributor to keep those costs down for me? That's the most important thing I'd be thinking of. Um, I'd also look at in October, that's when we're going to see new incentives come out around this. So I think you wanted to cover incentives later. So I won't, I won't spoil that. But again, October is the key date where this starts. What, I'm, what I'd say to channel partners is, don't leave it until March and October next year when you have to make a scramble to get things ready. Start looking at this now because it is going to affect your income and it is going to affect your commitment to your upstream providers. Yeah. So, I mean, all those links you mentioned, we'll, we'll make sure they're in the description so you can go and um, have a look for yourself as well. So don't worry about that. We will cover incentives just shortly, but um, I just want to, uh, before we get to that, you know, how, how does this fit in with Microsoft's uh, strategy uh, long, long term? Uh, you know, I, uh, partners, you know, they're going to have to be here um, this time uh, in March. Uh, but what, what does that all mean for, for Microsoft and where and where they're moving? 
Well, so I think Microsoft are trying to make it simple for the customer to buy. That's that's their key message out of this. And they're trying to align pricing. I think as a channel partner, you know, that that's quite exciting because we've often seen this struggle where, you know, someone can swoop in with an enterprise agreement offer for a client and smash our CSP pricing out of the water because we can't compete because we don't have those one, two and three year discounts that you can get with an EA. So actually, I think there's a great opportunity uh, for partners to come in and actually, you know, lock down their customers, get them tied in for a you know a period of time and make some good margin out of this. But equally, I think there's a real risk to the channel if they don't start sitting up and, and paying attention to this now. It's going to cost them. It's really going to hit them in the pocket. Um, you know, I think from Microsoft's point of view, partner is is where they need to be. We talked about this last time we had a chat, which is your point, which we had off air, if I say that, you know, we had a good conversation that is this a perhaps a move for Microsoft to be able to level the playing field price wise and then start to take some of this money directly? You know, now that the pricing is the same across all of these different options, hey, you could just buy it on a credit card with Microsoft and we'll give you those same great deals. It's possible, I guess. I think I think it's possible. But I, I would strongly say Microsoft is a partner-led organization. They do need their partners because they're just not built for that kind of end user support and care and guidance and consultancy and, and help, you know, all that break fix operational stuff that we in the channel are amazing at. That's what we're really good at. Microsoft are a great software company, but I wouldn't say their strength lies in the support and service for businesses. That's that's really where the channel partners come in. Yeah, I mean, I I, I do agree with you there, Scott. I mean, I, I think there'll be a few cynical partners still that are always going to get that. But ultimately, you know, do do Microsoft need partners to get their services and products into the hands of customers? Uh, I think that's quite an easy an easy yes, absolutely. So um, yeah, let's 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 hope that can, that continues. Um, so on on to FY twenty twenty two then the incentive. Uh, program. Uh, we've, we've, we've mentioned this off air again, uh, but what can partners expect based on, you know, what we've seen previously? What's likely to be in there? Well, so the new commerce experience is definitely going to change incentives and how in incentives are paid and how they're handled. So the best reference that we've got for this is when Azure went through a similar process last year. And so Azure moved to the new commerce experience ahead. So partners, some channel partners may already be really familiar with this process. Um, they might not be aware of some of the gotchas that have come out of that. So again, in a very similar way, they announced this three-stage approach. So at first, it was optional for your subscriptions. Then it became mandatory for any new subscriptions. And then at a certain point of time, um, it actually becomes mandatory for all subscriptions. And at that stage, which is January next year, January 22, if you still have subscriptions that are on as your program, which was the original name, not as your plan, the new name, you will not make any margin and you will not earn any incentives. So that's a big whoa. <laughs> for channel partners that are listening, right? If you have not transitioned your customers across to as your plan, the new commerce experience, you will stop earning incentives and you will not get margin. There'll be no margin to be made on those licenses, on those subscriptions. Now, originally there was no real, excuse the pun, there's no real incentive for some channel partners to move because if you run as your program, the old experience, you could earn incentives on Azure all day long and it was perfectly lovely. If you move to Azure plan, you could only earn incentives if you were a gold Azure partner. So already you can see there was a gate that was put in place. Yes, you can have incentives. You can definitely earn those. Have you got your Azure gold partner badge? No. Well, okay. And so for some partners, they just took that as a, well, I'm going to stay on program. 
I'm going to stay on program, the old experience, because that's how I earn incentives. And that's where I earn my money on top of the margin that we make. Maybe they haven't moved over yet. They need to move. But also, if they do move, they might still not get paid incentives anyway. If they're not gold partner yet for Azure. So there's some real big hits here. Now, you can see that that same mindset is going to start to be applied across to Microsoft 365 as that moves to the new commerce experience. Because there are specialisms in Teams, of course. There are specialisms in D365 and M365. So there are specialist competencies in those areas in security. And you can see that you're going to start to see where you don't get, uh, you don't earn incentives against those SKUs because you don't have the right competency. Yeah. Okay. So all of this stuff is coming and all this stuff is going to start to eat some of the lunch that maybe we've been, we've been really happy and really familiar with um, when it comes to Microsoft 365 incentives. Um, The other thing that I want to point out is that there are some limits that we saw get put in place on some of the Azure incentives in the new commerce experience. So things like where we would see, let's say customer has an enterprise agreement, um, there would be a cap of the maximum incentives that you could earn in that year on that customer, and that would be $40,000, okay? But if you were an Azure expert partner, you could earn up to $60,000. So again, you can already see there's, there's stages in place, there's hurdles in place to separate you from those incentives. And I think we, we all know why Microsoft do this, right? We all know why they do this because they put great incentives in place to get everybody selling those products and get everybody on, you know, and get them committed. But then they look at that year on year and go, we are paying a lot of money on incentives now for something that is just run rate. So let's let's dial back the incentives here. Let's put some caps in place and let's start to put other incentive programs in here. To be fair, there's still lots of really generous incentive programs, but there are now different hurdles that you have to jump over. And so it's this constant thing for the channel to keep up with. Um, and again, I can see you know some of the, the cynical channel partners just going, oh, they just make it too difficult. And I, I can understand that there are more and more hurdles that go in place each time, you know, to earn this money. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, there are there are some you know rumors floating around about uh, what those caps might look like. Uh, you know, some some people are saying uh, two thousand four hundred seats are, are, are of three six five licenses. Anything above that, you know, Microsoft might be paying out uh, incentives for for that. Um, yeah. What is what is a move like this? What is that going to do? Does this create a defined line in the sand for for channel partners versus Microsoft's in-house teams, um, or is this going to is this going to muddy the waters? What what does this actually mean, though? I mean, I think for me, when you know, when I look at channel partners, I think you know, we we always have to have that conversation, which is how do you generate margin? How how do you generate margin on a client like this? And typically, and I think I would hope by now that we've all kind of reached the conclusion that it isn't by making a margin on the license and it isn't by incentives. You know, the incentives pot has been eaten away at year on year. You know, we've had the ability for it to be 100% cash, happy days. Then it's 50% cash, 50% market development funds. And then that 50% market development funds can only be spent on a certain type of partner or a certain type of activities. And again, there's, there's hurdles. There's extra cash bonus prizes if you fill in these forms and go through these templates and do these things, which all seem a bit arduous sometimes. So I think there is money to be made. You do generally have to focus on it quite heavily if you're going to make money out of the incentives. But I would urge you know the channel to, again, consistently look at what is the service that we're offering? Because we all know that's where you make your real money. It's that service wrap. If we can get some good money out of incentives and out of you know the marginal licenses, great. More importantly, with this new commerce experience, we need to make sure we don't lose any money. 
because that yeah, that price hike is coming. And let me just be clear, actually, sorry, that 20% that we talked about, that's got nothing to do with the general price hike that is happening in March next year. So in March next year, a number of Microsoft 365 licenses will increase by 15%. Yeah. Okay, that's a general across the board piece. So we're talking about a price increase of 15%, which Microsoft are doing to the market that you can communicate to your customers and go, hey, Microsoft's written the price up for the first time in 10 years. Here's all the value that they've put into Microsoft 365 over those 10 years. Actually, it's still ridiculously good value you know, for a lot of those SKUs. But a 15% price hike and a 20% price hike because you haven't sorted out your commitments with your partner yet, and so you're still on a monthly rolling, oh, that's, that's really going to start to hurt you come October next year. So we've got 12 months to sort this all out. That's not a problem, but there's, there's work to do. And I think if you want to keep making money on the, the license margin and on the incentives, again, some of these links that we've got for you really help showcase where to go. The incentives for the new commerce experience for Microsoft 365, I haven't seen them yet. Um, I can't find them in the partner center yet. I'm happy to be wrong and I'm happy for any of the viewers to go, no, it's, it's here, dummy, it's right there. But I haven't seen anything yet. And speaking to our upstream provider, they haven't seen it yet either. Um, so we're still waiting and I expect to see that come out in October. But yet, as I say, based on what we saw with Azure, Definitely some caps, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's it's always per financial year with Microsoft. So that's July through to June for Microsoft financial year. It's per customer and it's per subscription typically. So I think we're going to see caps come in. I think we're going to see competency based incentives come in, or at the very worst, you might see extra payments, like we talked about that forty thousand dollars and sixty thousand dollars. So maybe slightly higher caps if you have the right competency. And ultimately that will bust down to, if you don't have the competency, you don't get the incentives, is, is what I'm seeing from what happened with Azure. Hey, look, what, what does this tell you about, about the winners in this space, right? Um, you know, who's ultimately going to win at, at partner level? Who, 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 what will those winners look like? Uh, Microsoft? No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so I'm just being, I'm being a cynical partner there. But no, no, the... The, the, the reality is that the people who are going to win here, are the people who get onto this early, actually, if you sign up early, I can see that there will be bonus incentives and extra incentive payments for those partners who are early adopters. Now, one of the challenges might be that your distributor, so your channel partner, whoever, whichever distributor you buy from, they might not be ready for new commerce experience. Their ordering portals and, and APIs and whatever might not have the options in there. So you do need to speak to them early on and say, hey, are you going to be ready for new commerce experience? Um, but it's going to be the people who get on this early, understand where the levers are, understand, you know, for some of the um, uh, competencies that you need to earn, that you might need two people or four people to go ahead and get some exams done. So you're going to need to plan that out. If you're not a gold partner for some of these things, I'd encourage you to get to be a gold partner on at least Microsoft 365 and then start to consider, can we do that with Azure? Can we do that with security? Can we do that? Can we get the team's specialization you know what do we have to do to work towards that because the incentives that get paid are going to start to get tied to these competencies so start early definitely do your homework we say we've got some great links for you to, to have a read through speak to your distributor and ask them about the new commerce experience and now start to figure out those one year two year three year commitments how's it going to start impacting your pricing to buy how's that going to impact your margin and how are you going to communicate this to the customers how are you going to use this as an opportunity to start tying them into longer term contracts? Because you want to keep that price low. Can you do that with the customers as well? Can you get longer term commitments from them? And you can use this as an opportunity to say, hey, 
you know, Microsoft are changing the game here with the new commerce experience. And now they're giving us the one year, two year, and three year. But if we don't do that, actually, there's a price hike. So we've got to be able to communicate that to the customers as well. They won't want that 20% as much as you don't want that 20% hike. So, you know, let's, let's get onto this early is what I would say. Scott, um, on those price hikes, you know, what, what else can partners expect from that perspective? Well, so I think, I mean, two things for me. One is that I don't think this is going to be the start of any kind of year-on-year price hikes. You know, Microsoft haven't done this for 10 years. So I think I think it's fair to say, you know, a lot of value has been added in. I don't think it's going to be happening year-on-year. So I think partners can rest assured they're not suddenly going to start to see 15% every year. One of the interesting things that I saw for the, the channel partners, especially when it comes to like Teams and Voice, is that now included in all these uh, licenses, the Microsoft 365 licenses, is that audio conferencing license. So for those who don't know everything off the top of their head, audio conferencing is that £3 per user per month that gives you dial-in access to Teams meetings. Well, now Microsoft has said as part of these new price changes, that is included in all Microsoft 365 licenses. It was originally just at the kind of E5 level, but now it's in all of those. So actually, there's some really good value there straight away. Absolutely. Well, look, Scott, I think that's a a great place to end uh, today's discussion. As always, thank you for joining me. No worries. It's been great. And like I said, we've got some great links for you guys. We'll put those in the video description below. And any questions, you know, reach out to David and we can we can chat through those. And uh, thank you to, for watching. You've been watching me, David Dungo, and UC today. If you like today's discussion, please give us a like and a share on social media. It's always appreciated. That's it from me. I'll see you next time.